0: Welcome back, my dear ladies, to another episode of my 20 uh, interviews with amazing Aquarian Age women. I'm your host, Tanya, and I'm really happy to have you here in this channel. In this channel, we speak about femininity, money, sexuality, self love, and all those other topics we love. (laughs) So, today, I have uh, Ruta with us. She lives in the UK, but she's from Lithuania originally. Let's say hi to Ruta.
1: Hi, ladies.
0: Welcome. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me, Tanya. It's my pleasure, Ruta. Thanks for coming. So Ruta, you say you're an emotional well-being practitioner and a trauma integration specialist. That sounds a bit complicated, but I'm sure in reality it's not. Can you please explain to us what you do?
1: So I think what I've done there, I try to put my qualifications and specializations in one sentence. but in a very simple way, I can uh, call myself holistic coach. So I specialize in emotional integration and I use trauma-based approach. So basically in a, in a simple words, what I do, I look at where your patterns are stuckness, where your patterns are actually, you have some tendency and to what trauma that leads. And then I help that all of stuckness and all of the fixations and all of this uncompleted trauma, to be integrated and then allow all the energy and your kind of true self to flow through you. So that's in a simple, in a simple way uh, to say what I do um, and how I approach holistic coaching.
0: Wow. So you could say you help women to become their true self.
1: Yes, I I say that and that's my goal. So basically, I don't believe that as women, we actually need to become something else. I I don't believe that we need to make ourselves into something else. I believe that somewhere deep inside, we already have this unique brilliance and our unique signature and our unique energy. And all we do, I just see the patterns of trauma where something happened to you that this uniqueness of you and this energy is not going through. And I help you to integrate and remove that. Because once you integrate and to remove the traumatic experiences, you're no longer suppressing yourself and your energy. So so your true self, your unique self can basically shine through. So what you said is exactly right. I help you just kind of remove the blocks to become the true version of whatever you came here to be
0: that sounds beautiful thank you move all kinds of blocks uh, yeah. what could that be for example
1: so i can give you for example simple simple example that i think um, many of us may relate for example let's say at some point in our life we started to feel this life that we have created is not enough i have something to say i want to go out there and i want to share but every single time you think about going public for example or speaking public or maybe even creating posts or or sharing something you start to get this anxiety or you start to get for example doubts i'm not enough i have nothing important to say uh, nobody's going to listen to me who am i to do that so all of this Uh, all of this narrative, all of these things that you hear in your head whenever you want to do something and you feel something kind of stopping you, it means you have some trauma in relation to that. So what I do, I kind of, I take you to that trigger emotional state. So we we don't just do happy, positive thinking. What we do is like, okay, let's look where the problem, where the pain point is. Let's go on to that pain point. Let's see what is there and let's resolve it. So example would be in this case, you wanna share something and you can't. So once we go and we resolve your trauma, you remove the blocks that you integrate the trauma and the blocks that you have created to think, oh, I cannot share, I'm not good enough, I don't have anything to say, disappears, it kind of dissolves. Because if you have something to say, you have something to say. And the only reason you can't go and do that is because of some trauma, you have created some beliefs which are now stopping you from doing what you want to do.
0: Ah, oh, okay. And can you give an example maybe?
1: Okay, for example, uh, let's Aya, yeah, okay. Um, sometimes I forget that. I know so much about trauma that I forget that it's not a common knowledge. So, for example, um, in this case, let's say you went went to school and you had teacher asked you, "Okay, uh, can you write some little poetry or something? And can you share in front of the class? You may have created something which looked fine for you. You may have been six or seven years old. And then you shared in front of the class and the class laughed, or the teacher may have said something. And then at that point, ha, 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 this is not poetry or ha, 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 this is ha, ha, ha. You know, like somebody, for example, making fun of you. That experience at that point in your life may have created this kind of scar and wound in your psyche where you decided, oh, when I have something creative to share, When I want to speak about something, I'm going to get this reaction. And then fear of being exposed to that, again, prevents you from doing that now. It could be you don't even remember, or it could be that you may have uh, parents or brother or sister or somebody who said, oh, you look at your sister, she can do it and you can't do it you're never going to be as good as her. So, you know, like not not all of us are lucky to have beautiful, loving families. And, you know, it's not our fault and it's not our parents' fault as well, but it just happened the way it happened. So any of that, any things that you may have heard about yourself negative as the child might have created these beliefs. Now that, that now when you want to do something comes out as a little voices, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I cannot do it. Nobody wants to hear me. Uh, I have nothing really important to say. Other people are better than me. And who do I think I am? So uh, I don't know if that explains well enough the original trauma.
0: Oh, yes, it does. Okay. And don't we all have those? Don't we all have experienced in one way or another some situations like that? And isn't it uh, fascinating that usually it happens exactly in the topic you are here to excel at?
1: Womb. So today I wanted to share about Mm -hmm. womb healing. Uh, So womb healing exercise, which if I would rephrase it in a simple way, womb experience reset. So what it is so traumas can happen to us at any point in life the younger we are the more ingrained in our memory the traumas are because later when we start to make sense oh for example we do something as a teenager and somebody has a bad reaction to us some girl is bullying us we can understand ah, okay that girl doesn't like me therefore she says that But when we are children, we don't really understand why bad things are happening to us or why do we have to experience these stressful emotions? And the first place that we experience these stressful emotions actually in our mother's womb. So when we are growing in our mother's womb, and for example, our mother has been stressed or our mother has, has been feeling that she's not being supported. Uh, What happens, we might have this feeling now in life that somehow we are not being supported. Somehow life is stressful. And also even other things like, for example, what our mother was eating. Like, for example, if if she had enough nutrients coming in, it could be that as uh, as a fetus, as a baby, as the evolving little human being, we may have been hungry because our mother might have not been eating or maybe our mother may be on a pretty bad diet. And we may be feeling that, oh, we want some nutrients, but we are not getting. We want some nutrients, but we are not getting. Or that she may have been living in a very toxic environment. And we constantly, while in our mother's womb, we may have been feeling all of this environment of irritation, of something irritating us. Some, something upsetting us so all of these memories are traumas that we pick up in our mother's home and so we in a, in a workshop that i'm doing it's a group session and a group of women it's not a very big group so it, it's kind of like a very small we give ourselves opportunity to actually clear that
0: mm-hmm. if we can go a step back mm-hmm. now. So, these traumas, do you think they come, they are already created before we are even born?
1: Oh, yes. So, personal belief. So, my personal belief is that when we incarnate, uh, when we choose our life experience, we also choose the family that will give us certain traumas, because certain traumas are going to give rise to certain desires, and those desires are going to be the thing that is going to be driving us.
0: Yes, exactly, and before I wanted to uh, get on that track with you, so Mm -hmm. we all experience this kind of traumas, problems, like the, the example with the picture at school is very <laughs> telling. We all had this kind of, well, in one way or another, we had something like that. But usually isn't it the place that we are here to excel at, we come here and it's exactly this topic or this thing that we are meant to be become really good at and become cap- to go out to speak about, for example, and um, some uh, writers were being told at, in childhood that they are really bad writers and they can't write or singers often as well they get told at young age that they sing really badly and they have a bad voice only until they are breaking free from this trauma and they can really and they turn out to be absolutely beautiful. They have beautiful voices, magnificent singers or amazing writers. So that's why I'm asking this question. With the so, so I, I uh, just to
1: comment on, you know, I actually, I agree. I think that most most of us, we find our life purposes when we, we have some wounding which we then let's say overcome, or we have, so let's say if you are a singer and you have been traumatized for that singing as a child, if singing would not be important thing for you, you would be like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever, I don't really care about it. But if that experience traumatized you, that means singing is important to you. Some children are lucky, their talents are being noticed very early in life and you know they are supported, but that's actually more exception. Most of us go to kindergarten, to the school, we have to do the math, the geography, the languages, and we don't necessarily have talent everywhere. So, yeah, so I I absolutely agree. Um, Some some of our things that we decide to become excellent and good in life is because of the wounds that we have received in our early childhood, usually.
0: Yes. So, But um, before I want you to explain a bit more about the wound healings that you make, um, how did you get to this point? So, where was your uh, trauma? Where was your. Um, um, so, yeah. How did you get there? Because, as we just elaborated, <laughs> we all come to this point through a trauma and a wound. Yeah.
1: yeah so, so. How did I come through to it? Let, let me summarize very long story in a short story. Uh, at the age of 29, I experienced nervous breakdown, burnout and nervous breakdown. And that was the point in my life where I started to actually, instead of doing positive thinking, I started to do psychotherapy, I attended the psychotherapy, look deeper in the psychology, look into wounding, look into trauma. And I was actually so curious and excited about all the alternative therapies and all the, ar- the alternative uh, tools and techniques that are out there, because I could feel at some point that traditional psychology uh, and psychotherapy reached the limits. You know, we are all uh, new feminine power embodiment woman here. And and I think we all cannot kind of be limited by just one dimension. So I think I started looking for something else, and so I started learning some techniques and how I came to womb healing uh, modality, or let's say it's actually part of a metaphysical anatomy technique. Metaphysical anatomy technique is modality, alternative modality that clears psychosomatic causes by using the intention, by using the concentrated energy and by using uh, associations. We clear psychosomatic causes under any kind of ailment, physical or psychological, and and because we doing it for, for, let's say, anything that happened in our adult or childhood, Uh, life or teenager selves we also womb healing is the part of the technique that we're using for traumas that happened in the womb because in the womb you know we were not speaking in the womb we didn't have a language in the womb we couldn't rationalize anything so therefore this method uh, is used for those very primal very early uh, very deeply ingrained experiences for which we sometimes have no rational explanation why because it happened in the womb. and we don't know why we feel it the way we feel. So that's how I came to womb healing. That's how, that's how I
0: learned about this technique. Mm-hmm. Thank you. yeah. And uh, you talk about this metaphysical anatomy technique also uh, on your website. don't worry girls the links will be below everywhere and you also teach how to clear the womb right
1: so i am also certified metaphysical anatomy technique instructor trainer so i i can also teach uh groups of people how to use this methodology themselves so you don't have to go and see practitioner all the time or facilitator if you're really interested and something that you want to do more might as well go and get certification might might as well go and learn how to do technique yourself because anybody can do it all you need to have is open mind um probably not be completely newbie in this uh metaphysical energy new age type of ideas and rest is all provided in in the course teaching. So I don't know if that answers uh, answers your question,
0: Tania. Yes, yes, it does, thank you. Hmm. Um, Maybe, but is that course that you offer, is it different uh, from when somebody books like a personal session with you?
1: Yes. So for example, uh, I'm, I'm myself, I'm offering one-on-one sessions and I'm doing also group sessions. So group sessions is very beneficial when we have a group of people who have the same problem. <laughs> so we have a healing of the problem and we also healing of people sharing the same problem and not feeling like they are on your own. Mainly I work with women most of my clients are women. Most of the groups are actually women groups. I think it kind of creates this uh, container of safety and a circle of uh, free, supportive space for women to take part of it. So yes, I'm doing one-on-one sessions. I'm doing group sessions, and I also do certifications. Um, I'm not really concentrating on certifications at the moment. So so much is kind of. Driven by demand. Once I have a group of people, then I can do that. All
0: right. Great, thanks. Hmm. So let's say somebody books a private session with you. They want to clear an emotional trauma that they have. How yeah. does this all work? And what techniques and procedures do you do with them? So
1: I would say, so I'm using also another technique which is called the completion process. So those are the two main techniques that I use. Both of them are trauma-informed and both of them deal with trauma. So for example, if the person who comes to me and they have some problem, reoccurring problem, if problem reoccurring, it means one thing, you have a pattern and that pattern keeps on repeating itself. And if pattern keeps on repeating itself, it means you have a trauma to integrate. So now how do I decide with technique to use. In metaphysical anatomy technique, we only need to find associated emotions with with that trigger. Um, We also need to kind of be able to detect where in body you feel it. So it's a little bit more gentle in a sense, you don't really need to go back into trauma. With the completion process, because in some cases, uh, just to kind of like a healing your associations is not enough so it depends on the person and it depends on the trauma in some cases we actually to actually work deeply deeply with the trauma which is not going away you've done you've done, done some sessions you've done some some techniques and it doesn't work for you in that case we might actually need to go back into the trauma and relive it so what we do we kind of Start with feeling the emotion. We follow the emotion. We bring up memory. In that memory, we allow all the emotions that you feel to to be felt out. So what happens then, because at the moment, uh, let me demonstrate. Okay, I'll demonstrate with my hand. Let's say this is trauma happened and you're supposed to cry and you wanted to cry. And they say, no, don't cry. Be a big girl. Trauma cycle is stopped trauma cycle was stopped. Now in your life you keep on recreating situations for that trauma cycle to complete itself. So what we do, we, let's say in that situation in a traumatic memory, you wanted to cry and you couldn't. You wanted to scream and you couldn't. What we do, we actually, with the completion process, we go back and we allow ourselves to cry, to scream, You can use your uh, imagination and the fantasy if you wanted to protect yourself, if you wanted to take a revenge, it doesn't matter, no judgment, no judgment of what you can do. What we do, we allow that trauma loop to complete itself. And when then we create um, relief, we create uh, remediation, we create different point of attraction because then we can change the circumstances. And after that, you don't have this energy pulling circumstance to you. You have completely different energy in that memory, pulling the life experiences in you. So it depends on the personal preference. Some people are okay to go back into trauma and they want to, and they need to go back into trauma. Some people don't really want to go and relive that trauma. Some people just want something more gentle that would unlink some associations and liberate them. So it, it's entirely on a person and the personal situation i would say
0: okay it yeah. uh, depends on them and yeah who, who comes as well okay interesting um this sounds like it's a bit similar to some family constellations that i have taken and hellinger's method that you also mm-hmm. go into the situation and you rel- relieve it and you can scream and shout and do whatever you want yeah you- uh you're healed, and you get the love that you needed the most in the situation, or whatever it was. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I think it's very similar. I think it's uh, done on the same type of um, understanding, on the same type of premise. It's just constellation uh, therapy, and the family is—it has clear structure, kind of clear structure. And with the completion process, for example, we go any type of memory any type of situation with anybody so it's not really necessarily family it could be anything that has happened to you uh, as well as with metaphysical anatomy technique
0: okay and you go really deep and um, i'm sure you usually find uh, more than just one topic
1: oh so first of all first Part of work is actually going through the layers of emotion. Sometimes we might feel irritated. When we allow that irritation, what we find underneath there is anger. When, when we go through anger, what we find underneath is disappointment. What we find under that, for example, maybe is hopeless. Hopelessness and then complete kind of um, resignation or loneliness. So there are layers and layers of emotions that could be associated to any traumatic experiences. And when we go in memory, sometimes we have one memory and then actually another memory is being brought up. So the level of combination is like almost almost limitless. Uh, Most important thing is actually intention because, you know, our consciousness and our intention is what drives this reality and what collapses uh, the reality in a way that it would reflect our experiences. So when we have intention to go and integrate trauma, if we truly have this intention, we can do that. Um, If I can mention, uh, there is some, so obviously in in these sessions, we use some other methods, for example, part work. Sometimes we have a split consciousness. We have one part who wants healing and we have another part who doesn't want one part that wants to be in the relationship we have another part who doesn't so sometimes we also work with the parts of consciousness in the context of the session or sometimes we do that on its own as well um because sometimes we need to do that in order to access whatever the original problem is there before before we even go into trauma so yeah very interesting
0: um sorry now i didn't understand you said sometimes it's could be split one part wants the healing and one part doesn't
1: yeah so so yeah so for example like the most important it it's connected to intention so for example uh a person might come into session and they say i want to be in a relationship and then as we do the session we find maybe there is it's not really that the person wants to be in relationship completely there is another part who actually doesn't so what we sometimes do we uncover this unconscious other part and we have the conversation we have the conversation with let's say tanya a and tanya b tanya a uh, wants one thing and tanya b doesn't want that thing tanya a wants amazing love life and something but tanya b is like i want to be independent i cannot be i cannot be limited and what we have we would have the conversation with those parts we would figure out why there are different needs and we would try to get them work together sometimes that that also what happens in a conflict session. rather than going into to trauma we feel Probably as a result of trauma, we have split consciousness with the different needs that are pulling us in a different direction. So that can happen in a session as well.
0: Wow. Interesting. Good, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, with this uh, particular example, if we want two things that seem opposite to each other, we mm-hmm. have a belief that says you cannot have both together. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and we also, uh, because the consciousness is split, one part, sometimes one part is not even aware of the other part. So so there is sometimes one part of our consciousness believes if I'm gonna get rich, I'm gonna lose my friends. And another part believes that if I'm not gonna get rich, <laughs> then I'm gonna suffer. And, and they don't really see that both parts of the consciousness can combine then the resources. So there is is exactly what you said. There is this belief, you have either this or you have either that. And what we do in the session, we bring them into collaboration to say, okay. uh, Okay, we treat them as two separate persons. It might sound funny. However, our personalities are exactly like that. There is a ruta who is teenager, there is a ruta who is uh, adult, there is a ruta who is the boss, there is a ruta who is the girlfriend, there is a ruta who is the daughter. So there are plenty of us really. We have lots of parts. We have our personalities combination of our aspects. So what we do in the session, for example, if we do this parts work, we th- we kind of like the negotiators who tried to <laughs> uh, find the middle ground and collaboration for two parts that seem to be opposing each other. And that is sometimes very healing.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sure it will be. Wow, great. Yeah. The same actually goes on for money as well. And many people think you cannot be spiritual and rich, but yeah. actually I think you, it, there is only the two together. You can only be rich once you have become really really spiritual
1: yeah
0: yeah Yeah. but many people think it cannot be it cannot go together and they say no i work for spiritual stuff and i don't take money but that's a whole other blockage that sometimes maybe in the past we have made this poverty vow i don't know if you've heard about it we made the poverty vow and then we in next reincarnations, unless it is res- resolved, we will stay poor. We might even we might even have enough money, but we will never go poor. We will never become really affluent. Yeah yeah, yeah. It's very interesting mm-hmm. stuff. Cool. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, wow, well, in what way do you think this... Um, womb healings are connected to us women? Because of course, it's only women who have a womb, men don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, not as I know of. How is yeah. that connected to us, to our femininity? So I'll start from
1: the other end. Our, how we see ourselves as a woman, first of all, is very, very much influenced by our mothers. So our relationship with our mothers, how how our mothers were seeing themselves as a woman and what experience of our mothers we learned. The first experience of our mother we had in our womb. So that was the first experience of femininity. And if, if that experience of uh, our mother being nurturing, if that experience was of our mom being caring, if that experience was of our mom being gentle, being loving, then we will probably not have much problems with embodying those qualities ourselves. But if some of those things were missing, for example, our mom, when she was pregnant with us, she was feeling like like she was not being supported by her husband or by her environment. We have this feeling of not being supported deep, deep in our unconscious, deep, deep in our subconscious. And we don't even know. So when we try to now, now we became a spiritually aware woman and we try to embody this femininity and feminine energy. And one of of, uh, traits is like to be allowing, to be receiving, to allow support to come to you. We feel like we are anxious about support. We feel like we not getting the support when we go and we resolve our womb experience in our mom's womb we also resolve that pattern we resolve that primary fundamental first pattern of not being supported which is now not allowing us to feel supported that that's how it relates um i don't know if that makes sense
0: Mm, it does because it's the second chakra and that's where we we should we're supposed at the first the first chakra we're supposed to receive as a woman the yeah. feminine is receiving the seed inside the womb yeah and that's how you grow the flower um mm-hmm. we're not supposed to give the seed <laughs> and do all the work ourselves and, and it translates into all the other areas of life as well yeah
1: and also it it I would also say is also first chakra, it, which is very very important, the root chakra, because it's our belonging. So if we belong to this earth as being woman, if we belong to femininity, we cannot fully connect with that if we feel that belonging is not safe. The first place of belonging, the first place where we supposed to be belonging it was in our mother's womb we were we we were supposed to theoretically in ideal world be there protected nurtured loved Uh, our mom was supposed to be looking forward with the biggest joy and gratitude for us being born but you know circumstances and the understanding and the level of awareness for most of us, for our mothers, was not that at that time. So most of us would have this womb womb wound, um, womb experience wound, which is very, very primary, very, very basic. And uh, it basically can resolve some things for you that you couldn't find any rational reason why this thing is in my life. So yes, you're right. I think it's the second chakra and also the first chakra.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's about feeling you belong to somewhere. You're rooted. Yeah. And only then you can allow things to come to you.
1: Yeah. If you have no roots, you cannot grow.
0: Yeah, and grow. I just wanted to say that. If you look at the tree, he has all these roots in the earth and then you grow. If you don't have roots, you are aimlessly wandering around. Yeah. Good. Uh, maybe you want to show us a short ex- a womb exercise that anyone can do at home, if you have something in mind.
1: So sure, yes. Um, so I, what I would like to share with you now is, is not the womb experience exercise, not the mother's womb, but I would like you to join me in actually connecting with you and to seeing what messages we're going to get. So, to start this exercise, it's best if you sit comfortably somewhere where you can have your back also somewhere comfortably, and then uncross your legs, uncross your arms, and then just take a breath in. Take a breath out. Take a breath in through your nose. Take a breath out through your mouth. And once more, take a breath in through your nose. Take a breath out through your mouth. And now put your hands together and gently rub them just to feel some warmth and energy starting to go and once you start to feel your hands warming up a little bit, and once you can feel that you activated some energy, put your hands pointing downwards and put it on the sides of your womb, gently. And then just breathe in again, breathe out again, connect with your womb, connect with your womb, You can feel your womb, your womb's energy with your hands, with the palms of your hands now. And notice now how your womb feels. Imagine that your womb is an entity. Imagine that your womb is the being. Breathe in and breathe out, gently to quiet your mind. And now ask, your womb ask if she wants to tell you something and listen to any kind of like it can be words, it can be impressions, it can be feeling. Does your womb want to tell you anything? Does your womb wants you ask anything? Is there anything that your womb wants to ask that you can do for her now? For her to feel embraced, cared for, and embodied? Is there anything that you can do in your life or to change in your life to allow this? creative energy to be flowing through your body to helping you in your
0: life. Breathe
1: in, breathe out. And then breathe in, breathe out. And then gently when you feel like you have had a conversation with your womb already, gently thank your womb for sharing all of that with you, tell her that you will be treating her better now. Tell her that you care about her, that you love her, that you appreciate her, and that you are proud for being a woman. Breathe in, breathe out. Gently release your hands away from you. And then when you're ready, open up your eyes. And come back to. How was it for you?
0: Wow! Amazing. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, she was very clear. She oh, told she was- a lot of stuff very clearly. Yeah, and it feels different now. I have this awareness and i will walk around today with the awareness and the promise that i made yeah yes that i will recognize i will give you everything you asked for now <laughs>
1: yes wow. yeah so this is very simple this this practice is actually very simple i think so so regardless what happened in our mothers womb We don't have control for when we were children, you know, when we were growing in our mother's womb, we can go back and clear it now. But one control that we have is the relationship that we have with our womb. We have, as a woman, if you're a woman, you have a womb. And I think lots of us, we don't, we just treat it like lots of, there's a whole separate thing about body, but the womb specifically, we just, Lots of women treat us as a trouble. You give me problems because I have periods. You give me problems because I need something and I don't have it. Or, or you give me problems. Like lots of, lots of women actually treat our wombs quite badly. We're sometimes not aware, sometimes we overwork, sometimes we overstress, sometimes we don't give this gentle kind of like a hugging, caring feeling to our womb. So we don't allow our womb to participate and also to help, help us to create this better, more gentle and divine feminine life. So once we connect with our womb and you can do this exercise, like um, whenever you feel like you're getting overstressed, whenever you feel like you're going too much in the masculine madness of a competition of the work, you can just go back into this place and have this gentle conversation with your womb gentle reconnection with your womb and you're gonna feel your energy completely different after this, you're gonna feel this kind of like a lightness, happiness, kind of even even smiley sensation because womb generally has beautiful energy. It's the creation, it's our vortex, it's our (laughs) stargates.
0: Ah, that was so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for this practice and this talk. I think we can come to an end.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I will put all the links to your website and to your Instagram. You have a YouTube channel as well. You make yeah interesting videos too. So I suggest uh, whoever is listening go and check them out. Thank you. Website too, <clears throat> and you offer the sessions, and you offer this. Sh- can you maybe recap? Sessions, workshop.
1: Right? Yeah, sure. So I do one-on-one sessions, and um, I do you know using metaphysical anatomy technique or the completion process. Even like a, I do group sessions for womb healing, but I also do one-on-one uh, sessions for womb experience reset. So anything that you may have in your life that is traumatized you, and right now. It's something that is blocking you from really being your true self. Um, we can work with that. So feel free to come and contact me. I also offer like a 15 minutes free catch up call just to kind of like uh, questions and answers. If there is anything that you're not sure we can talk about it before the action session. And the announcement, the next group healing, uh, the next womb experience reset, session will be on the 23rd of july so if you're interested um you can also find that it will be included in the links that uh, tanya will be sharing with you um and yeah uh feel free to drop me any questions or any comments or your experiences with your room i'll be happy to help you
0: and what is the thing for the 23rd of july what's happening then
1: so uh, for that day, I have a scheduled uh, group womb healing womb experience reset session. So we will be doing we will be going back into our experience. When we were in our mother's womb, it will be approximately two hours session. So for that, you basically you will be able to explore your relationship with your femininity as well. We will uh, break down some very important questions to uncover what kind of status with our femininity we are right now, what kind of relationship we have with our womb right now. And then in addition to that, we're gonna do the womb experience reset when we will go back into our mother's womb and we will change circumstances and we clear some associations. Also just to let you know, the womb healing session, you can do as many times as you want uh, every single time that something comes up for you, it's ready to be healed. If if you do it again, maybe something else comes up for you that was not ready to be released at that point because, you know, the same as with all life uh, situations and the things that we get in life is what we are ready for at that point in our life. So, so yeah, please feel free. And thank you so much, Tanya, for having me today.
0: Oh, you're most welcome. It was a pleasure really to speak to you and to learn more about your work and to do this meditation and i'm excited for the 23rd of july really
1: <clears throat> thank you <laughs> me too
0: okay then um yeah i wish you have a, a good day and i hope to speak to you soon again
1: i'm sure we will bye
0: Bye-bye.
1: Bye.